My brothers and sisters in Christ, on this 22nd Sunday in Ordinary Time, Holy Mother Church directs attention to what many of the fathers in the Church have always proclaimed as a foundation of virtues, the foundation of every other virtue, like St. Augustine once said that humility, which we heard this morning in running through the entire readings from the first Sirach and uh, down to the Gospel, Augustine says humility is the foundation of every other virtue, that in his soul where that virtue is not found, there cannot be any other. If there is any other virtue in a person who is not humble, Augustine says, Those virtues are in mere appearance. In other words, it's not really genuine or true. So what does that mean to us? Because it seems that when we talk about humility, the first thing is, well, I'm going to let others be there and myself here. I don't care about any other thing. But the truth is, Humility enables us open our eyes to see the truth of who we are. It was Thomas Merton that once said, a monk, I think it's a Trappist, he did say that if you want to know who I am, do not ask me where I live, because I would tell you, look, I live in a very modest place. Don't ask me what I eat for breakfast. I could tell you I eat just two slices of bread, and you say, oh, this man is really a humble person. But ask me, what do you live for? And what is preventing you from living fully what you've been called to live for? So in the Christian context, we would say, what is preventing me from living my Christian calling? my Christian life, what is that that is preventing me from seeing clearly that, look, to be humble means to look up to God, to look up to heaven, to look up to Jesus Christ, to look up to the example of the saints. Most importantly, look up to God Meditate, contemplate the greatness of God, then that opens us up to see that we are his creature and he is God. In other words, because I am his creature, have been created in love, it means that I have to Let God be God and myself as one who is always relying in him because he knows everything. A humble person is a person that knows that simple truth, that we are not in charge, but he is in charge. That helps me most of the time when I want to ask questions about what's going on in my family, 
Why is this disaster falling upon me? Why is this terrible thing happening to me, despite the fact I keep on going to Mass every day? Why is this happening to me? When we ask those questions, as human beings, that's a good question to ask. But when we step back and think about the question, it's, we come to realize that the answer is not really necessary. The most important thing is to also listen to God asking us, were you there when I formed the world out of nothing? Were you there when I created your loved ones? When I created you? Were you there when I planned all that you come to experience today. A humble person, my brothers and sisters, is the one that is willing to praise God's goodness in the life of his fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Rejoice because God is working in the life of this person. I thank God for that gift. I sometimes point it out to them. You know, I, I, I admire their gift not envious of their gift, but I praise God that he is working in their lives. A humble person, it's a person that knows that all that we have is a gift. So we are here as stewards of God's manifold blessings and gifts. A humble person is a person that is able to see clearly that, look, God is great, and in that greatness, I can see my lowliness. Take a minute and reflect also in the Magnificat of our Blessed Mother. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked on his lowliness, you know. He's looked on me. All that I am is looked on me with favor. Our Mother Mary realized that all that she was wouldn't be possible without God. So she was able to contemplate the greatness of God and realize her own, you know, littleness. So she gave glory to God for all that God was doing in her life. When we contemplate God's greatness, when we even contemplate his patience, then we come to see how far we are from being patient. If we look at Jesus hanging on the cross, we look at all that he had to go through for the love of us, then we begin to see that, oh, I think I am here for a reason. Remember the, quest, the first thing I was saying when we began? Why am I here? Who am I? What do I live for? What is preventing me from living fully what I'm called to live for? Why am I not patient with others? 
Why am I not sharing compassion despite the fact that I receive that every time I come to Mass? Each time I make use of the sacrament of reconciliation. Why am I not being forgiving? Why do I still keep this person trapped in my heart without letting the person go? Without sharing forgiveness with this person? Why do I keep on looking at the cross but not being able to see what true forgiveness, mercy, humility is all about? As we draw close to him, brothers and sisters, the one who humbled himself, who was able to see us in our neediness, the one who even in the banquet, at the banquet as we heard read here in the gospel, was able to see even those that were really in need, the Pharisees, those ones that were looking up to others and saying, this person shouldn't have been here. The one who was looking, you know, at, with mercy to his own enemies, those who were watching him, they wanted to trap him with questions. But yet, he was even concerned about their own salvation, their own soul. The one who says, when you are inviting people for dinner, when you are making a banquet, do not just invite those that will be able to pay you back, but also think about those who will not be able to pay back. One of the things that helped me most of the time is when I'm praying about even the graces before meal, I sometimes want to remember the people, the brothers and sisters who do not have anything to eat. That's a good way of beginning to think about those ones who are in the streets. Sometimes we want to be able to share with them just think about this. It is one thing to give our money to people, you know, through our charitable work and say, oh, do this for this person. And another thing is to be able to look into the face of the person and give this thing, this gift. Look into the eyes of the person and give what we have to give. It's one thing to say, well, I want all of them to be happy. Another thing is to be, a, to be present in the midst. Brothers and sisters in Christ, humility is not just a passive virtue. It's an active virtue. I've always been praying, Lord, make me humble. And each time I pray that prayer, sometimes I want to stop praying it. I say, each time I pray that prayer, the Lord gives me the opportunity to be humble. He brings someone my way. And, uh, you know, people will say things that you don't want to hear. Hmm? That's God answering the prayer, isn't it? But we don't want that. Uh, we just want a passive kind of experience, a theophany, something that just like happened instantly, and now I am a humble person. No, it doesn't work that way. That's not how virtue works. The little we begin to practice virtue, 
you know, trying our best to live out that virtuous life by just doing the little things we have to do, maybe opening a door for someone to get in. That's how we begin to grow, and the Holy Spirit comes into us and gives us the great strength to do greater things, just little, one at a time. So let us pray at this Mass that God will continue to open the eyes of our heart to be able to see him in those that we meet, to be able to know the purpose of our life, that we are here to love him, to serve him, to be with him forever.